Maria, I've been, uh, I've been meaning to ask you a certain question, Maria. Uh, uh, I just, uh, I think it's really important for relationship, Maria. Oh, what happened, Juanito? Maria, uh, I know you, I've, I've seen your Facebook posts about wrestling and, uh, I, I never knew that you loved wrestling. I just, uh, wanted to ask you, Maria, uh, I love wrestling too, and I want to know, uh, who's your favorite wrestler? Oh, Juanito, it's obviously Roman Reigns, he's so juicy! Maria, this isn't going to work. What? Ma ma Maria, listen, look at me. Look at me, Maria, damn it! You're not the one, it's not, it's not, it's not you. I'm, okay, it's you. But Maria, never, ever text me or call me or message me on Facebook or DM my Twitter or DM my Instagram because I do not want a Roman Reigns supporter as a girlfriend. Do you understand me, Maria? Juanito, we've, been, we've known each other for seven years. You know what? Those seven years... Those seven years felt like seven decades, Maria. And I can't take you anymore. Your poontang tastes like orange, Maria. <laughs> Juanito, you say you like orange. I've been eating a lot of oranges. How do you know? I prefer mango, Maria. Get out of here, you... Maria, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Gentlemen, things are a little different. My name is Hipster Isaac, and uh, I appreciate you listening. If you're listening right now, I really don't know what is wrong with you, but hey, you're listening. Uh, I am usually doing this show with other people, uh, but today I, I didn't really invite anyone because I felt like I had to get stuff off my chest. Uh, I just really, really think that being consistent is annoying. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, if you... I'm, I'm gonna shut that fucking song off. Okay. First off, 
if you're new to the show, this is really a random show for you to start off with. Uh, this is basically a comedy-based professional wrestling podcast. Uh, I usually don't do it by myself, but like I said, others are busy and I want to get stuff off my chest that I know some people that have been listening have always just been hitting me up. doesn't matter what social media. They've just been like, hey, uh, where's the new episode? When is the next episode coming up? Um, people could lie to you. I'm going to be straight up. I, I've just been so busy. Not that I haven't wanted to be doing the podcast, but I've been feeling like, what's the point? I just feel like doing all this stuff for an audience that listens, yet people contributing into the show don't want to contribute. I'm basically the editor. I mix all the audio. I upload it to all of our platforms. Uh, we are available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, for your Android viewer, uh, listeners. Uh, we are also on YouTube. I put a lot of time and work into this show, but it's been fucking hell. Uh, I just finished my finals, which is probably why I'm making this episode. I've been very busy with college. Uh, I am a college student, yes, and... Uh, now that I have free time, I, I do enjoy making podcasts. Now, if you're listening, I don't want you to, to think like, oh, this guy does not, he doesn't like to do this after what, what you just heard. I don't want you to think that. I want you to just think that I'm, I get tired. I'm a normal human being. I can't devote most of my time into this show. So I really don't want any of our loyal fans who I appreciate the hell out of to feel like I'm abandoning, abandoning, like I can't even fucking talk. I don't want you guys to feel like you're being abandoned, like at all, because I go to, I am a New Yorker, I go to some wrestling shows here and there, uh, independent wrestling shows, and people actually come up to me, and they say, man, your podcast is fucking hilarious, and when people, you could be, you could be one person, you could be five people, I really don't care, it's just that something like that really touches me, you know, privately. No, let me stop. Uh, that it means a lot because I listen to a bunch of podcasts. I listen to the regular season podcast. I listen to Choke Out Radio. I listen to Joe Cronin. I listen to JD from New York. All good friends I'm well aware that are being more continuous than we are. Uh, that's probably why they they uh, they have a bigger platform as well as a bigger audience to reach to. Um. Now, moving forward, I just want to say that I'm going to try my best to actually keep this consistent. Uh, One of the reasons why I just haven't been able to do that is because most of the people in the show, uh, quick shout out, all all my brothers, uh, Whole Milk Mike, he's busy. He has a job. Uh, Mets fan Matt. He has a girlfriend. He has a life. He also has his own show. I recommend you checking out. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, you can look it up at RageWorks. You can just Google RageWorks or the regular season. He's uh, usually on that. But he's a busy man. You know, a, a lot of our schedules mix up. That's what makes it so hard to do this podcast. And uh, it sucks. But 
I'm trying to make the best out of it. And right now, it seems like I'm the only one that can. Uh, so yeah, hopefully that wasn't too uh, fucking Edward Scissorhands depressing on you. Uh, hopefully you're still listening. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Like I said, if you're new, this is a comedy-based wrestling podcast. You could subscribe to us on YouTube, Heel Turn Wrestling, as well as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Look up Heel Turn Wrestling on Facebook, our open group page, and Heel Turn Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Now, we usually discuss news. We usually discuss our 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 opinions on the main product. If you haven't seen anything, we actually did a Monday Night Raw recap, which was uh, one of our last episodes on our YouTube exclusively. Make sure to look that up, Heelton Wrestling, our Monday Night Raw recap. The ending was fucking hilarious. I was with Hold Milk Mike, Cameron Sinclair, and Mark Mann. So, that was pretty fun. I recently went to World of the World... What the fuck is it called? Hold on one second. What the fuck's... Uh, War? I think it's War, War of the Worlds, I believe, for Ring of Honor. They stopped by New York, Terminal 5. Uh, quick analysis. First off, Terminal 5, it looks good. You know, you could fucking watch Taylor Swift and be like, oh, this is fucking good. Wrestling? Not so much. Uh, I I was in the, the balcony seat. Uh, a quick, quick shout-out to Larry Legend, my good old friend. Uh, I appreciate you hooking me up to Ring of Honor. Great experience. Uh, everyone I was around was complaining about the view. The wrestling ring was about in the center, and there was about three balconies. Like, it's a fucking hotel. Like, you need to take an elevator and shit. Uh, there's, like, these these tall barricades in front of you on the bleachers where you can't look down. And it just fucking sucks. You have to stand the whole show. And that was general admission. Uh, it, it really sucks because everyone was complaining. And people that even threw streamers, it didn't even fucking hit the ring. Which was fucking hilarious. Uh, I... I really doubt that Ring of Honor is listening. Uh, Terminal 5 is one of the worst professional wrestling venues. That is a fact. Hopefully they get to go to... Uh, I heard that the the Hammerstein Ballroom is too expensive. I agree with that, but just look look for someone else, please. Somewhere else, please. Uh, main event was Team ROH versus Team New Japan versus Team Bullet Club. This was Adam Cole and Matt Jackson versus Jay Lethal and Roger Strong versus Okada and some dude that looks like Taz. Now, don't get me wrong. He, he, he did look like Taz, but he was Japanese. You know, no offense to any of our Japanese viewers. You know, uh, I love egg rolls. Anyways, amazing match. Top quality. Uh, that was the main event, but there was also really... Good matches in this show. I didn't. I don't remember one botch that happened in this show. It was really good. Uh, All Night Express lost to Red Dragon. Red Dragon, amazing tag team. You must look them up if you do not know who Red Dragon is. They're the next big tag team in wrestling right now. Uh, Dalton Castle was probably the most over person. Uh, I've never seen that many streamers thrown into a ring for this guy. Now, you call him as a flamboyant as you want, but this dude oozes charisma, and that is something that a lot of professional wrestlers lack. Uh, moving on to that, I would just like to, to say that 
a lot of wrestlers today think that it's cool to do flips. It's cool to mock some of the fans to look like a cool heel, quote-unquote. But I believe that at the end of the day, you're selling yourself to make the product look better. And I believe that just by in-ring work, doesn't really have storytelling. That doesn't really have storytelling. You know what does? If you have charisma like Dolphin Castle. And uh, hopefully that guy at least wins the ROH Television Championship. Uh, Leo Rush was there as well. Fantastic. Uh, he's only been wrestling for one year. And I have no idea how the fuck he even went there. One year of wrestling. He's been to places like CZW, Ring of Honor. I don't know if he went to Japan. He's been Canada. You named a promotion. Promotion he's been at. I know he's been in Evolve. Uh, I don't know if he went to PWG. Hopefully, I get to see some some of the latest PWG shows and review them over the end of this channel. Uh, it was amazing. I I really enjoyed Naito versus ACH. That was probably matched in the night. ACH. Uh, did a did an outside dive where he just frozen frozen the air and looked like a fucking eagle, you know. Let me let me drink some of this water. <sighs> Drinking water in my own podcast. I'm a fucking G. Uh, ACH. Uh, I'm calling it right now. Either him or Adam Cole will be signing NXT by the next two years. That is a fact. Uh, I witnessed Cedric Alexander's last Ring of Honor match. Now I do not know if he signed with NXT. Or he's just going his separate ways with the company, but he has given his all to the promotion, and he had an amazing match with Donovan Dijak, who uh, pinned him. Huge uh, ovation to Cedric Alexander. I know he's doing big things in promotions like PWX, Pro Wrestling Experience. I don't know what fucking state that's from, but uh, I do hear about it, and that's all that matters, I think. All about the buzz. Overall, minus the menu. <laughs> menu, what the fuck is this? McDonald's? Uh, minus the venue. Of Ring of Honor World Awards Tour in New York City. I give it a 4 out of 5. It would have been a 5 if the venue was a little better and had air conditioning. That was a huge factor. It was fucking blazing. Blazing hot. So, Ring of Honor. I haven't been watching a couple of months because I don't have either the Sinclair or the Comet or the fucking Jimmy Neutron Rocket or whatever the fuck they're on. Uh, I've seen Lucha Underground, even though I don't have LRE Network, I do, spoiler alert, watch it online illegally, which I should do for Ring of Honor, but, Lucha Libre is fucking killing it, the Lucha World Cup just happened, I do not know the results, but I'll, I'll check it out, uh, Lucha Underground's the fucking shit, I haven't seen an episode since the first one of season two, and I didn't have to see any other episodes, up to date to say that is still the fucking shit with all the promos all the gimmicks that they give to these wrestlers from anywhere like Joey Ryan's a fucking cop uh, Shane Strickland is this military fucking veteran that just kills people there's people like Matanza who's just killing it he's a complete monster and um, some of my personal favorites like Prince Puma also known as Ricochet uh, I think he does deserve more mic time there's also people like Brian Cage, who I think should be uh, the next Lucha Underground World Champion. And I know they are also right now recording Season 3. Almost done recording Season 3. And they did, they're they not even done with Season 2. Uh, 
with that point being said, something big has happened in the wrestling world. And that is a brand split in one of the biggest wrestling... Scratch that, the biggest wrestling promotion in the world, WWE. Last week, they announced that SmackDown will be going live on Tuesday starting June 12th. And, uh... I don't know about this. Now, being live, people are raving about this. People people shit on SmackDown because they think, Oh, it's taped. It fucking sucks. Hey, buddy, you know what else is taped? Lucha fucking Underground for a whole year. And you know how that's going? That's going really good. You know what else is taped? NXT for months. Up to this date, they haven't fucking recorded anything until the next NXT takeover. So just because SmackDown is getting live doesn't deserve this fucking praise that I'm hearing all over the internet. Uh, hopefully, they do some correct with something they also announced. They announced that there will be a brand split. Every uh, superstar will be in their own brand. Uh, well, not not individually. I mean, like in a group, like SmackDown will have their people. Raw will have their people. For example, John Cena will be in Raw. Triple H will be in Raw. Kevin Owens will be on Raw. Dean Ambrose would be on SmackDown. This is just an example. Uh, with this being said, I have to say that one of my favorite moments of SmackDown as a kid was when cruiserweights were on SmackDown. That was fucking amazing seeing Paul London, Rey Mysterio. I remember when Rey Mysterio fucking debuted in, on SmackDown. That was holy shit. I remember going into, into my uh, English class. I think it was like kindergarten, first grade. I'm not sure. I I go into uh, the class and one of this one of this these Mexicans that that went there I don't fucking know I, I forgot his name sorry he was wearing a Rey Mysterio mask I'm like what the fuck's wrong with you uh, I'm like you know what I'm not even gonna lie that's fucking cool because I actually watched that he's like oh yeah and I was like yo what's that what's that finisher he does the the one two three he's like no the six one nine owns I'm like oh wow six one nine who would have known that dude's a fucking legend and like everywhere now that's it's awesome. Uh, SmackDown going live, hopefully they won't edit the crowd, but this is a huge advantage for them getting their eyes on the product. A lot of people are turning their heads back into SmackDown. A lot of people are going to watch that show. Uh, you, you could say that you're not going to watch it. doesn't take away anything that SmackDown will probably have the most views they've had in a while on June 12th, once they debut live on Tuesdays. And... I just hope they take advantage. Like, WWE really needs to take advantage of all the storylines and all the individuals that they have exclusively on SmackDown. Hopefully they uh, connect to a newer audience, maybe. I don't know if it'll be less PG than Raw. That would be fucking awesome. Uh, but either or, I hopefully will do a mock draft with somebody on this channel soon. Also, uh... I want to give a quick shout-out to Mark Mam. We have a big project coming up soon. Everyone keep their eyes out. Uh, it's going to be gonna be big, big things. Uh, like I said before, we are on Facebook. You could just add us on our group page. That is an open group page, I believe. Uh, Heel Turn Wrestling is all you need to look up. Uh, we have some questions from some, from some fans. Uh, I'm going to pull up right now. Uh, as I pull up right now, Oh, pull out right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the the theme song again. So I'll be right back.
fucking song is awesome. I'm sorry. That <laughs> that's No Chance by Dope. Uh, you can look it up on YouTube. Vince McMahon on his theme. Look up Dope. Make Vince McMahon, I guess. That's all you have to look up. Facebook questions. Gene Santiago asks... Oh, I should have not said your full name, but uh, fuck it. We'll do a live. Fuck it. Lesnar. I, I asked you guys... Uh, if you have any questions, leave them in the comments below. James asks, uh, What do you think about Lesnar possibly fighting at UFC 200? Now, I really don't watch UFC, but I have been keeping my eye on it. Ever since Conor McGregor has been doing these smack-talking videos, I find them fucking hilarious. Uh, I know that it's a big deal because UFC 200 or 201, correct me if I'm wrong, is going to be in New York. And I think it's going to be the first show UFC hosts in Madison Square Garden. Fucking unbelievable. Now, if Brock Lesnar gets the opportunity to be on this, I would take it. I would take it if I was him. Now, if he's under contract on WWE, it's a whole nother story because he could be having big storylines in the future that we don't even know of. Now, uh, uh, WrestlingNewsPost.com reports that Brock Lesnar is reportedly in serious talks with the UFC about fighting for UFC 200. According to Ariel Helwani of MMA Fighting, it's being reported that both sides are close to finalizing a deal. The UFC has yet to find an appropriate opponent for Lesnar, which could be difficult since this event takes on July 9th. July 9th? That's that's not that 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 long. That's about two months. That's not that long. Lesnar went five and three in his pro MMA career and was a huge pay per view draw for the promotion. Lesnar last fought in two thousand eleven and lo he lost against Alistar Overeem at UFC one hundred and forty one by first round TKO. Now, this is a big deal. Uh, it could be up to the money factor. Who pays more? I believe if UFC does pay more, Brock Lesnar will definitely be at UFC 200. Uh, like they said, Brock Lesnar was a huge draw to the company. Uh, hopefully, we get to see just a good fight if he does. Like, let's say he goes up against fucking uh, Gorilla... Uh, fucking... I don't know any of the names. I'm, I'm, I'm being completely... I don't fucking know. I'm, I'm going to make up an MMA name. Okay, let's see. I'm imagining Brock Lesnar versus some, I don't know, kind of Latino bulk guy. I'm going to call him Pedro Martinez. There you go. Fucking Pedro Martinez. Hopefully, they make fucking history. It's UFC 200, so... I you With Brock Lesnar, at the end of the day, you just, you just got to know that it's got to be a big deal. Do I think he's going to UFC? Even though it's at July 9th? And it's such short notice. I think Brock Lesnar will be at UFC 200. And I'm probably going to it. But if tickets are a little expensive, fuck that shit. Handel Williams says, How well do you think this Cena slash club... Blah, I can't fucking talk today. How well do you think this Cena slash club rivalry will pan out? Uh, for those of you who didn't listen... After this, listen to our Raw recap. The Bullet Club basically jumped John Cena. John Cena returned this week to Monday Night Raw after a couple of months of 
an injury. Uh, AJ Styles came into the ring while Cena was in the ring, shook his hand. Bullet Club comes out. Looks like it was going to be a tag team. Looks like it was going to be Ander Anderson and Gallows versus AJ and Cena. Right when uh, Anderson and Gallows walk closer to the ring, AJ Styles jumps Cena. It was fucking brilliant. Uh, now, Handel, you ask how well this is going to be. I think this is, might be up to Cena's rivalry with Edge, which I think is one of the most rememberable... Rough. Is there a gun anywhere? I, I, can I just put it in my mouth? Anywhere? Memorable rivalries up to date. Uh, I think that it's really good because they have an actual uh, route for AJ Styles uh, as well as Anderson and Gallows who I thought wasn't even going to fucking make it. I thought they were just going to be, you know, just jobbers against the Samoans. The Usos, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I hopefully think that Cena gives this guy a break, you know. Hopefully... AJ Styles pin Cena at the upcoming Money in the Bank pay-per-view because, let's face it, AJ Styles lost, let's see, he lost to Chris Jericho, uh, he also lost to Chris Jericho, and, uh, oh yeah, Chris Jericho, uh, oh, Roman Reigns, twice, can't forget about that one, so, Cena, face of the WWE. Losing to AJ Styles, do it. Want to swerve the audience? This is probably not going to make sense, but somehow make Cena a part of the fucking club. That's what I would do. I would make Cena probably get so fucking hurt that he respects AJ Styles, and AJ Styles puts out his hand. Uh, Cena, maybe he could walk away, he could shake his hand, he could go either or. Weeks after, AJ Styles been te teasing this new fucking, this new member of the club. People think it's Finn Balor. People think it's a Mojo or all these other fucking NXT people. Out comes Cena with a fucking club shirt. They're probably gonna have shirts, by the way, by this time. Uh, hopefully, it won't be fucking forty bucks. Uh, do I plan? That this rivalry is going to pan out? Fuck yeah. Kudos to WWE. Now what they're doing wrong. What w what the WWE is doing wrong. And I'm not going to be a stupid mark. And just be like oh. They should have used. They, sh they should have made this guy beat this guy. Because I like this guy more. No. They are writing a specific person in mind. That I think deserves way more. And his name's Tyler Breeze. Now, if you're not well aware of Tyler Breeze's uh, actions, just go to NXT TakeOver Brooklyn and watch Tyler Breeze versus Jushin Thunder Liger. Both of these guys killed it. But you could see the intensity and all of the, the power that Tyler has putting onto a match. Not only that, there is multiple takeovers that he's lost more than one and he still fucking looked good. People like that don't get fucking treated well I think in WWE because they're doing the same thing to Ziggler. Put him in the fucking jobber spot. What I would do? Not 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 too fast but just build 
Tyler Breeze. Why is he even tag team with uh, fucking what's his Fandango? Their, their tag team name is Breeze Dango. That sounds like a fucking cottage cheese brand that I would fucking find in Middle Village. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> so yeah, Tyler Breeze. I would also fix up the Dudleys. I don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah. And no, I'm not going to be shitting on Roman Reigns. Even though I kind of did in the beginning. Uh, Benjamin F., who you'll be hearing from later with his thoughts on a very controversial TNA tape. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get into that. Anyways, he asks, what are your thoughts on Goldberg's return to WWE? Now, WWE's been... Let me just fill you in if you haven't been, you know, out of your fucking cave. WWE has this thing called The Hatch. They've been teasing on Twitter and all social media. Last Monday, they actually revealed The Hatch with a commercial by 2K, and it's basically a hatch. And Goldberg fucking comes out of a cabin. It's a, it's a fucking... I don't know why he can't say the fucking cabin. Who the fuck says hatch? It's fucking 2016. Alright, so Goldberg, right? Gets out of the fucking cabin. Badass. I think there's, like, police officers standing by him. I'm not sure. Uh, he fucking walks out of the cabin. That was all locked up. All badass Goldberg, you know? <laughs> 2K17 WWE. Now, what the fuck? I really don't care that I have to pre-order it just to play as a guy that I've been playing for the past... What, three years on 2K? Oh, big whoop. Whoopi Goldberg's on fucking 2K, guys. Pre-order now. I, you could have built this. Take, take something like this and put it in a fucking superstar that actually is relevant to a cabin like... <laughs> let me see. He has a beard. He has a fucking fedora. Oh, yeah, Bray Wyatt. Fucking hype him up. Why the fuck is Goldberg important now? He didn't do shit for your promotion. Just like fucking Sting comes out of nowhere. Now he's at fucking Maryland Championship Wrestling. Wrestling for fucking Clovers and shit. That's all I've been seeing online. Hall of Famer. Oh yeah. Lost lost, lost two really big matches. Hall of Famer. Oh yeah. Now I don't know why this is happening. I don't know if they did that because of 2K. Uh, having nothing else to fucking promote. Like they could have got... Well, no, not Jimmy Snooker. They could have got another legend for this commercial. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to think. They could have done a Macho Man. They could have done, like, CGI work. By the way, there was no fucking gameplay. I love how 2K never shows gameplay footage on their fucking release teaser. Uh, am I going to pre-order the game to play as Whoopi Goldberg? No. Am I getting the game? Yeah. PS4 all day, bitches. Hipster Isaac. Add my fucking ass on that. Uh... Now, does this mean Goldberg is going to return into in-ring action? I don't think so. This has the possibility to be something big or something incredibly small that people would think that it is a little piggy's penis. They'll be like, hey, that's that little piggy's penis. Oink, oink, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where this is going. It's very weird if you couldn't tell already with just me talking. Uh, I think that 
Goldberg should fucking... I don't know how he is in ring. If I get to see a match, that's probably how I'd build him. I'll probably build him... I would, this is what I would do if I brought Goldberg in. Put him up against somebody new. I'm tired of already seeing people being brought up. Like the, Oh, God, I already see the headlines. Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. Spear versus Spear. That's probably going to happen. Jesus. What I would do, probably Goldberg, maybe, you know, push Apollo Crews, maybe? Samoa Joe? Somebody? Somebody the same mentality as Goldberg is, or was? Do I think he's going to be in the main roster? Eh. I, I really, I, I don't know. Like, I... He, 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 he probably smells like fucking gold prunes, alright? Anyways, that is the Facebook questions. Feel free to join our open group. Facebook is Heel Turn Wrestling. We'll be right back after a brief word from the bashing Benjamin and his thoughts on the most controversial TNA segment possibly ever, including the Hardys. God damn it. Holy shit. Okay, I didn't even think I'd have to do something about this. I wanted my first appearance on this show to be something a little more positive than this, but I felt I just had to say something about this because I don't know if anybody on this show is going to get to it, and I wanted to say something before it, like, faded away from, like, the popular attention, but wow, okay. I don't make it any secret. I've mentioned this to you guys before that I do not watch TNA anymore. I pop in every so often just to see what's going on, but yeah, I don't make a weekly thing out of watching them anymore. And <laughs> this recent promo kind of encapsulated why I don't watch them anymore. Okay, TNA, for even at their best, have never been good at backstage segments uh, because they operate in a different realm of reality than what's presented on the show. And as wrestling fans, we have to accept a lot of shit. Like, uh, being a wrestling fan, I accept that The Undertaker is an undead wizard who has a brother who can control fire. I can accept that um, DX there once went under the ring to the little people's court. Like, really dumb shit like that. But to be fair, they kept it within the same tone as everything else. Lucha Underground does this all the time. They do segments where... People are getting like their hearts ripped out of their chests. People are getting their heads eaten off. People are getting like punching their hands through like punching bags like they were nothing. And they do these cinematic style so it doesn't feel it doesn't feel out of nowhere or it doesn't feel cohesive with the actual wrestling. They film them very similarly. That way they blend together very well, and it works well for them because they've set up this sort of hyper-reality where, yes, we have a wrestler who is literally a dragon from hell. We have a wrestler who is literally from outer space. We have a wrestler 
who is literally a dead guy. So it operates in its own little world. TNA Wrestling has very rarely ever done something cinematic style. And cinematic isn't exactly the word I'd use to describe this. Okay, for after rambling for two minutes and 30 seconds about this, what exactly am I fucking talking about? Um, if you don't know, the Hardy Boys have been feuding for like the fifth friggin' time this year. And apparently they're having some big blow off to the feud at Slammiversary. So they wanted to do a big epic confrontation contract signing <coughs> to build up the feud. Fair enough. But whoever they put in charge of writing, filming, and directing this segment, I seriously want to know what they were going for because this is, if you haven't watched this, this is probably one of the most baffling insane and hilarious bits of wrestling I have seen, not even wrestling, like backstage segments I have seen in years. And I sit through a Golden Truth segment almost every week. And this is counting like James Storm shoving Mickey James in front of a train. This is uh, Rob Van Dam really getting beaten to death by a nail bat. This is Samoa Joe getting kidnapped by ninjas level stupid. So. What exactly happens in this promo? Okay, so Jeff and Matt are confronting each other in this warehouse that has a wrestling ring in it, and they're going to sign the contract. Sounds fair enough on paper, but okay, they don't use, first of all, what the f fuck is up with Matt Hardy right now because okay I can excuse the way Jeff Hardy acts in the in his promos because let's face it that dude has always been awkward as fuck I don't know if he's sober right now or what but he he's, he's always kind of awkward on the mic but I can excuse that but Matt I don't even know what the fuck he's Brother been Nero. doing lately I know he's supposed to be a heel now I get that but Oh my god, he's doing like this discount Seth Rollins look, but it's also kind of like he looks like a Morton Joe from Mad Max Fury Road. Like, he has this gray streak going through his hair, and he has like the emo eye makeup, and it looks really stupid. But they're meeting up in this warehouse to do this fucking promo. And listen, again, another suspension of disbelief thing. We just are trained as wrestling fans to accept that cameramen just follow these bastards around wherever they go to like to the restaurant, to Brother the bathroom, Nero. to fucking their houses. And we just accept that there's cameramen everywhere. They're, they're just everywhere. But the people filming this promo, there's a director's cut of this promo, the one that didn't make it to television, and it's even stupider than the one we got because there's sweeping shots of the landscape of fields and houses done by drone, and Jeff Hardy's riding up on his mo on like his dirt bike, and Matt Hardy is like coming out of his house like <laughs> he's like the minister of evil, and like there's Brother sweeping Nero. music, there's dramatic 
soap opera delivery of lines like Matt is like, and I will face you after the slam anniversary, Jeffrey, or some bullshit like that. And like, I'm looking at this promo, it's like, it's filmed like a shit high school film student's final project. Except I filmed shit back in high school and it was better than this. Because at least we had a consistent tone throughout the whole thing. There was so much fucking stupid shit in this promo that... Okay, I'll just list them. First of all, Matt's stupid hair, his stupid delivery of everything. Second of all, they signed the contract on a dining room table, not even like a wrestling table, like the, like a plastic or wooden table that bends in the middle so you can get a good smash through it. But no, when they take the table spot at the end of the promo, it's a simple dining room table with one wooden peg in the middle and it just snaps and the thing flips over. It's not very painful looking. And at the end of the promo, it goes into slow motion. It goes into slow motion, even though, for all we know, this was filmed live before everybody, so why is it in slow motion? But before that, to distract Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy's wife throws a fake baby doll at him to distract him, and then Matt gives him the side effect through the yeah. dining room table. Oh my god. Listen, if you guys can like put in audio from this fucking promo into this segment, just show, show the people how bad- I told you! I told you it would end! I told you! Bad this was because I was floored when my buddy sent me footage of this the other night. I thought it was like a joke. But no, this is TNA putting their best foot Brother forward. Brother Nero is over. Done. Promo, storytelling, and editing. Wow. So, uh, I guess the model of the story is, uh, we're TNA Wrestling. Did WWE fire you for being an incompetent drug addict? We'll fucking take you. Were you just not big enough to make it in NXT? Come on down! Hey, were you too flippy-doo for New Japan Pro Wrestling? Shit, we'll take whoever we, we can get. Our gift shop is in a goddamn warehouse in the middle of Nashville. Come on down to Dixie Carter's Wild West Fuck Show. God damn it, and I am coming up on 10 minutes now, so I am going to pull a cut. This has been Avenging Men, and I now return you to your regularly scheduled Heel Tone Wrestling Podcast. Holy shit! Thanks, Avenging Ben. Thank you. A big holy shit from Avenging Ben. And uh, this this theme song, that that's how I feel. Just like, oh, what the fuck's happening, man? Like, this is this is Jeff Hardy's theme song. What the fuck? I can't. I'm not playing the whole thing for that. I can fuck a tomato. Anyways, uh, I'm back with Mark Mayhem. What's up, man? Hey, what? Hey, how you doing, hipster? Uh, we're back, closing the show with our thoughts on Money in the Bank. Uh, Mark just brought to my attention that uh, 
there's only six people this year? Yeah, they took away the seventh man. Like, how the hell are you going to take away the seventh man like that? <laughs> like, who the fuck does that? Fucking Fanooks, man. Fanooks, they're going to win the seventh man, huh? It's a third or seven. I don't, I don't know. I feel um, but I feel by, by taking away the seventh man, it gives a, it takes away from the match because it could be a big name. You could have put Randy Orton in that match. Why you know? out of all the names? Hey, I miss Randy Orton. I yeah, but why not put a a new name? I, I like, fucking miss Randy Orton, Isaac. Tyler can't Breeze. Be honest. Well, yeah, you know I can't yeah. stop that. Exactly, I miss Randy Orton. Put him in the freaking match. Wow. Yeah. So. But who would you who would you want to see as the seventh man if they had a seventh man? If they had a seventh man, I would like to see Biggie just for his gyrating boobies. Oh, speaking of Biggie Langston, Isaac. Do you know that the New Day has been the longest reigning tag champions right now? In history? In history. That's crazy. Um, it's a go- it's They deserve it. At least it's a memorable uh, a memorable one instead of it's- like fuck it. Imagine if it was Victor and Connor. Oh god. It's going on 335 days right now. That's fucking nuts. It's freaking amazing. And the thing is you don't get bored of them. Exactly. It's almost it's I love them. It's almost it. been a year. They're they're hilarious. Yeah. Budios. Uh, who, who's in the Money in the Bank match? What's, um, let me pull up the card right now. Right. As, he, Ooh, as he's pulling out, uh, I just want to hey, say I, thanks Hey, I, I never pull out. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Uh, if you want to you wanna hit us up, make sure to click the subscribe button. We're going to have more episodes. And we're also on iTunes and Stitcher if you just want to listen. You know, just, you know, tinkle your fancy, I guess. I love tingling fancy. Whatever t- tingles um, your fancy. I feel my choice would have to be Cesaro. So who? What's the list of the people? Okay, it's for the ladder match, the Money in the Bank ladder match. It's Alberto Del Rio, Antonio Cesaro, <laughs> the Canadian Kevin Owens, the Canadian Sami Zayn, the Lunatic Dean Ambrose, and another Canadian. Chris Jericho. Why is Chris Jericho in it? I mean, I know oh, he invented I, I, I it. I don't know. Oh, really? He actually invented this. You know that, right? I, I, he can invent. He, he invented a lot of things. He invented the armbar. Armbars, yeah. Armbars. Uh, Do you think we might see an armbar at Money in the Bank? I hopefully think that it's going to be on the ladder. Yeah, it has to be. Now, it could go. I think it's going to go two ways. This, this is probably as, as real as it gets. It could either be Kevin Owens who is one of the biggest heels right now. Uh-huh. And it would be pretty smart to put on him because being a big heel, that would be good to just cashing it out of nowhere because I don't see a face doing that. Or yeah. it could be the guy who created it and who's been on a roll, Chris Jericho. I don't see Chris Jericho winning it. It's not his time anymore. I feel Cesaro. Cesaro needs to win it. Now, Cesaro had his, his time. I think he just got back. I think it's too soon. That's the perfect time. Give him his push. Give him a build. Build up Cesaro. Damn. But if you're going to be a, a, a face, wouldn't that look wrong if you're just going to cash in? Because most of the successful cash-ins, you have to keep in mind, they've all been heels. Hey, the point of the money in the bank is to cash it in whenever you want. Faces can cash in whenever they want to. Why not? Yeah, you're right. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, was a, was he a face when he cashed he, in? He, I, th- I believe he was a face. I know that crowd went fucking nuts. Yeah, but I feel like Cesaro got this money in the bank. All right, you see Cesaro. My final answer: I'm gonna go with Owens. Yeah, fuck you. When? Hey, no. Right. Ah, ah. 
Um, they also announced the third match for Money in the Bank, which is John Cena versus AJ Styles. I'm I'm scared that I talked about this earlier. I'm scared that Cena's gonna win. But I know it'll be smart and for then, him to put and AJ then AJ Styles over. just dies, right? AJ AJ should get over now that he actually has the advantage of the club being on his side. But I want it to be a clean finish. I don't want no like. It club could be a clean finish if like someone else comes for Cena. I don't know what's gonna happen, which is, which is a good thing that makes this unexpected. Yeah, like, I would love AJ to win, but let's. There's only one way to find out, right? Yeah, I guess we gotta watch it for nine ninety nine or. Illegally on on Google, all you have to do is just type in uh, WWE Network or just type in Money in the Bank 2016. Go to the search tool and look up fucking last minute. Okay, yeah, there you go. Um, is Miz defending his title? Uh, I don't know. I because they, they didn't release the full card for this pay per view. So yeah, we're probably gonna make like our own prediction thing. Maybe we'll change our minds like- or something. But we'll have our own prediction show for this paper. When When's is the it? next XT takeover, though? I think this is your next week or the week after. I can't wait for that. I just hate that it's the end, and then they've been hyping up that it's a lot. There's a lot of rumors that uh, I guess are false that it was going to be the last takeover, but no way you can't thing. take away the best thing WWE know, has to exactly. offer. Exactly. Plus, they they took away uh, NXT takeover Brooklyn. From no, it's still on. Okay. I know, I know. I was getting to that. They took it off because they had to do some editing, I guess, on the oh. ticket info. So they had it off, and everyone thought that, oh, they're, they're not having it. It's over, John. So it's back. Calm the fuck down. Who the fuck is John? Right over there. Oh, behind me? Hi. Um, and who is yeah. Roman Reigns going against? Um, Let's find out. I don't know if they announced that yet. Let's see. Let's see if we can find some shit about Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Oh, yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins isn't winning. Sorry. Yeah, he's not. I would love him to win, but it's it's sad that Roman has to go over. I like Roman Reigns, but I don't like him as a champion because he's not a good guy. He's not a bad guy. He's the guy. Like, he's the the fag. Uh (laughs) I guess. I'm sorry. That you know. By the way, if you think that's offensive, it's not just towards gay people. Damn it! It's just like saying asshole and fucker. Okay. okay. A fag is a pile of sticks. Come on. I Stop really being... enjoy playing with pile of sticks. I must say. Yeah, you like playing with fags, Isaac. You're 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 a good fag guy. Aren't we all? I'm, uh, I'm not. At least, uh, at least we're not going to see like another triple threat because that's been happening. Oh my god. But it depends. Okay. If you put a triple threat with like amazing people, like say. Just say Kevin Owens. Um, the Shield could have been good. Oh yeah, basically have the Shield go against each other. I would love to see that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Um, Dean Ambrose in a ladder match, though. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Dean, Dean Dean Ambrose is in the Money in the Bank, and I think that he's gonna do some crazy. Unfortunately, Kofi Kingston's not in this one, so. I'm kind of happy he's not. I'm tired of seeing Kofi in them. He, he was gonna do another flip. You know, what I would have lo- loved like if Kofi actually fucking wins either a ladder match or Royal Rumble after doing all those spots. Yeah, like what's the point of building him up? You're just gonna knock him out. Oh, he fucking he jumped on the fucking table, Michael. He has a family. He fucking jumped on the table. He's gonna well, he's out. He's out. Oh, he got a little. Oh, damn it. Well, he's off the ladder. He just did a 360 degree minus 180 angle flip on the law. He's out. 
He got my chair and he's shimmying over there. Oh, 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 he's oh, out. Oh, no. You know, that, 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 that chair cost a lot on Ikea. Oh, I, lo I love Ikea furniture. Yeah. Uh, uh, I If you had to put Roman Reigns against someone to lose against right now, who would it be? Right now? Like, who, who would you put the belt on? Oh. Who would you it's have Roman lose? Finn Balor. Finn. Really? Yeah, bring Finn up and... Jesus Christ, what a push that would Already. be. Imagine his debut. His de That would fucking make history if his debut yeah, yeah. was against... Now, the only thing is that I don't think a lot of people know about him. Like, I don't think the fucking kids that go to these shows know about him. So I feel like if they had, like... As awesome as that, that would be, like, maybe they do it in, like, a smart crowd like Brooklyn or Chicago or Philly or something like that would be great, but... Yeah. If they're in fucking uh, Florida or uh, Mil Milwaukee... It's not going to be a good crowd. Sorry. <laughs> Just the truth. Uh, any, any other uh, things you want to talk about, Mark, before we go? Um, rest in peace, Muhammad Ali. Oh, I fucking forgot about that. That's man. fucking sad. That's sad. Wait, isn't he? Isn't uh, Jordan Sparks related to him? Jordan Sparks? The, the singer? There's some fucking person famous that was related to him. His daughter. Who's his daughter? Um, Jordan Sparks? Yeah. No. Isn't that her? I thought she was fucking related. Oh. Is she related to some other rich? Um, his daughter's um, frick, fuck, fuck. I fuck her too. No. <laughs> I bet she knocks out. Oh, Layla Ali. <laughs> Layla Ali. I've never heard of her. Uh, she's she's on TV a lot. I'm cooking. Uh. All right. Uh. Yeah. So. Yeah. Float like a butterfly, sing like a bee, bee I guess, right? I, I guess so. That's yeah. Shout out to Muhammad and Allah Akbar. And uh, yeah. Allah. Jesus Christ, I'm fucking horrible, yo. It's okay. <laughs> no wonder I was doing it by myself earlier, but it was pretty fun. Like, you'll, you'll I, I, hear I, I, it. I feel it's more peaceful, right? Dude, wait wait till you hear the fucking intro that I put for the song. For the I thought we were still recording, so I, was, I kept talking like this because I was like, hey, let's have a conversation while we close. Hey, mom, mom. No, we are recording still. Oh, what the fuck? Exactly. Hey, fuck you, fans. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> okay. This has been a Heel Turn Wrestling Podcast. Subscribe to Heel Turn Wrestling on YouTube and iTunes and Stitcher and Facebook and Twitter and all that other shit because we love our fans and we're going to try to be more uh, flexible with our schedule because we're done with fucking classes and shit. Also, yeah. big stuff. Like what? What? Oh, okay. Uh, some big's happening, by the way. Make sure to follow Mark on Instagram or on uh, Twitter. Yeah. I don't know. Shout out your shit, Mark. I, I don't tweet a lot, but you can follow me on Instagram see what I'm doing. Um, underscore, underscore, Maleko. That's M-A-L-E-K-O, underscore, underscore. Yep, because I'm fake Hawaiian. Gotta like Hawaiian shit. Yeah, I love yeah. their puka shells. Yeah, puka shells. Yeah. Puka shells. At the end of the day, it counts about that. Uh, feel free to message me or anything at the hipster Isaac on Instagram and Twitter. Book him, motherfuckers. Or not. I, I, I really don't like reading at all, so. I fucking hate books. Uh, this has been Hilton Wrestling. Catch you next week. Uh, Superman Punch to the Dicks. I, I like Superman Punching in the Dick. Where the hell's Raymond? <laughs>